Hey, group chat, I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. of black girls texting we're all here by the grace of <laughs> g-o-d joined by chelsea pinky betsy brat how's it going on red or reply i've got nothing but doom and gloom mm. um i'm mm. leaving my fucked up back on red i was doing pilates trying to be skinty and i don't know what i did I don't know what I did. I did something. I said, ah, I didn't feel so great. And then, no, probably would have literally discombobulated in solid core. I did one wrong move, back cracked, back did something. And I had a muscle spasm. And this is 30. So yikes! I've been at the chiropractor. Um, I've been laying on my acupressure mat. I'm so happy I have that. It's honestly my saving grace right now. I'm just, I got, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like I got a trip, so I need to be able to walk. So I need Mm -hmm. this to get fixed ASAP, but definitely saw some progress kind of. Um, and my chiropractor was like, this happens to people all the time. Like your body can naturally heal in about a week. So you coming here, it should like expedite the process. I think I'm going to be like a, a chiropractor acupuncture girly. Like I'm just going to have to go weekly because I feel like I'm genetically predisposed to this or something like something is wrong. I mean, you are like always hobbling around. (laughs) (laughs) Not hobbling. hobbling. Well, I have a bad knee. I have a bad <laughs> yeah. knee, which is genetic. Um, and then the knee... collagen. No, I, I want to start taking more collagen because yeah, I did. I was just reading someone. Um, shout out to Anya and Hood Health. She was posting about how collagen has helped her joints a lot. So I want to do that. Um, and yeah, go to acupuncture. Go to the chiropractor. Just because, honestly, like the shit he was pointing out to me, he was like, "Well, your foot." an ankle are kind of like tilted in so you you might be walking oddly and then that shoots up to your leg which shoots up to your hips and impacts your back and impact and I was like oh my god so just getting realigned I think often will be really good and then just being more mindful literally of like my posture how I'm walking stretching daily which I try to do your footwear like you could be wearing the wrong sneakers there's this place that my friend Gabby goes to and they like it's like a sneaker store, like mm-hmm. running sneaker store and workout sneaker store, but they have like treadmills in there. So they like watch because some people like are like what? normal. Some people are like this. Some people yeah. are like this. So you need different kinds of shoes. Like you can't just buy any old shoes, especially if you have back and knee stuff. Yeah. He was like, your foot's actually pretty good, but like this is <laughs> slightly like off, which could be leading. I was like, what the fuck? Like it was crazy. Um, so I was like, okay, this is 30. This is life now. Cool. But like, I love a thing. 31. You love so a thing. I'm 30, actually. She over there you're is You're in your 31st year. Yeah. You're like basically 31. Um, mm-hmm. It's amazing. You're a couple months away. A few months. So, yeah. Basically 31. Great. Cool. So if we're going to run with that, then Glenn, you're 32. <laughs> I'm so far from I'm a fresh my 30. birthday, though. <laughs> like, come on. Anyways, I'm 30. This is 30. Um... I don't want to get pregnant. I was like, is this going to be me hobbling around with a bowl belly? Because I'm literally waddling like I'm with child. My oh boyfriend my thinks it's so funny. He's like, oh, my God, this is how you're going to look when you're pregnant. I'm like, can you take videos? Make a TikTok don't. about the walk. Um, you should make a TikTok. No, I'm going <laughs> to lay down on my fucking mat after this. Um, what will I reply to? Um, I'll reply to my family being in town, and I'll probably only reply to that today because I'll probably leave it on red tomorrow because my mother <laughs> is already telling me that my back is messed up because I have a weak core and I need to lose weight. So you know, wow, just good old West Indian 
mother treatments. I'm it like, is true, though. Your core, like if your core is strong, you shouldn't have um, back injuries. I have a great core, okay? Strong, I mean strong. Like, is it strong? I have a strong core. I, listen, <laughs> number one, both you bitches, I've been doing Pilates before all you hoes. I've been doing Pilates before half of these white women, okay? So I have a great core. I don't know How what often? the fuck happened Are you consistent? to me. When do you go to Pilates? Oh, I have a Pilates. Are you talking to me? Yeah, like what's your, how often are you going? I'm just curious. Number one, I have a Pilates studio around the corner from me that I go to frequently. I have not been going because I am saving my coin and I do mat Pilates in my home, which is when I injured myself. Now, what I did, I don't fucking know. I really don't know. Do you know what I really think the culprit is? That my new office does not have an ergonomic setup the way I do here. <laughs> You you should complain. And so I'm causing you uh, like this. medical issues. I know. And so they got us these little measly laptop stands. <laughs> Whatever. I'll get into it on the Not Patreon. measly. I'll get into it on the Patreon. I don't want any smoke. That's such a good word. Um it is. But yeah, I think that's the culprit. I think that's what really set it off. Anyways, I'm I, where was I? Um my mom was being mean to me. Oh yeah, happy they're in town. Um <laughs> My mom brought me all this stuff. I think my sisters are going to be really pissed, but she brought me like my grandma's passport from Grenada, which is actually oh like God. a British passport. She gave me her like naturalization paperwork, my grandfather's um, army dispatch. When they let you leave the mm -hmm. army, the mm -hmm. navy, that paperwork, my grandparents' marriage certificates, a letter my grandma wrote to my great grandmother when my mom was born, like ten days oh. after she was born, oh. and I've been wanting to make my guest room like travel themed, but now I'm like maybe it could be like an ode to the ancestors because like yeah. my like um religious setup isn't here this is where i pray so i'm like oh my god maybe i could like frame all the stuff no, you definitely and then should. like they're all in this room and my grandfather died in this room my great-grandfather so you know i just want to like pull in all the ancestry Ooh. vibes in the room um so i'm excited about that um my dad's been cool he's just smoking a lot of weed and hanging out <laughs> and if i can walk tomorrow um we're gonna go to dinner with my boyfriend and go see the cuban guy that we love glenn oh, pedrito yeah. yes so Lit. i'm really hoping that i get cracked into place tomorrow <laughs> and i can make it tell me how and then i'm gonna stop talking about this but i was going to meet up with um one of my boyfriend's friends she had she had sciatica, and so she was like, I have all this shit that's really great for your back. So she just gave me all this stuff. But as I'm, like, getting out the car to meet her, it's on Marcus Garvey near Broadway. Niggas are on the block. Old men, mm. they're like, baby, you want my cane, baby? You good? No, no, like, no, <laughs> I'm okay. Thank you. They're like, are you sure? I, I can help you now. I was like, not me getting bagged by the old man for my bad back. They said cane. <laughs> the man offered me his cane. And then he it. said, baby, I know you in pain. I know. I know how that go. I oh was like, my God. <laughs> let me inch my way back into my fucking car and pretend like that never happened. Like, you might need a little cane. <laughs> like a walking one? stick. A walking stick. You can bedazzle it. <laughs> I would get one if I was like in a bad way. Absolutely. Who's next? <laughs> um, I'll reply to this video that I've seen. Not confirmed if it's real or not, but it is a video of Jerry Springer basically discussing the fact that he, like decades ago, cheated on his white wife with a black woman. And his wife said, you cannot, you need to cut off communication with her and you cannot have any relationship with your extramarital children. Mm. So in his will, he left all of his money to the biracial children. Oh, have you yeah, guys not seen this video? No. Have you guys not seen this video? Extramarital children. No, I'm like, it's like all over TikTok. And I'm like, damn. 
even in his death, Jerry Springer is being a messy ass. Messy bitch. Messy little bitch. <laughs> a messy bitch. Um, but also very interesting that he left, you know, most of his riches. I think he left the property, like two properties to his uh, white children and then left like everything else to the black kids. Period. Damn. Damn, that makes and me think about his wife. You saw all the drama around Brian McKnight disowning his black kids. I did see that. That was mess. I went deep down a rabbit hole on that. I've heard of this, but I didn't know. So he he has white kids. He has biracial kids. Is that why it's like disowning his black kids specifically? He has one kid with this like Hawaiian lady. And she has like three other kids or like two other kids from her previous marriage. Brian And like, yeah, Brian McKnight. And she he posted a picture of the, his new wife's daughter and was like you're the best daughter i've ever had like when you came into my life i became a girl dad blah 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 blah. he has a whole but other daughter, other daughter. Ooh, that is like ooh. a blood daughter that's insane. and like well, both of the kids spoke out that, that like it's been terrible blah 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 blah, blah. um people were lighting his ass up <laughs> well i'm replying to that and I am leaving on red, just like all these TikTok videos that I keep seeing about like black men being the bottom of the barrel and the dusties and all this stuff. I really that? have, oh my God, it's like all over TikTok. And that sprinkle sprinkle lady, I think she's very funny, but then I saw a picture of her living room and there were cords spilling out of her TV and I'm like, you guys are taking advice from this woman who can't get a man to run the cords in the wall? Ooh. Why are they hanging below the television? I didn't watch that video, and she comes up a lot. So, like, what is her thing? So her whole thing is, like, don't be a pick-misha. A pick don't be a, a pick Bob. What does she say? Barbara the Builder, <laughs> where you're helping him build his legacy. Don't be a... Um, I was like, Glenn loves to build. Okay, but not for the man. I got it. <laughs> don't be a uh, Bonit Bonita. Make him pay for your hair to get done. Um, but basically saying, like, don't date a broke, dusty black man and, you know, date for money, I guess. I don't know. Specifically black. Does she say black? Yeah. So so I'm not going to say she said she stayed said specifically black men, but I'm saying on TikTok I'm seeing a lot of videos about like I'm tired of black men, you black men are dusty, da 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 black men. And I have this theory that I've been working out and I think it's just like you know how we know black on black crime is like not a real thing, it's just proximity. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing with dating and I hate that like black women and black men put other races on this pedestal like even on this show y'all have said things like white king and like and i know it's a joke but like it's not a pedestal like there are shitty white men too and there are great black men it's like we're in proximity with our community so obviously we're gonna have more negative experiences with people that we spend more time with but like this idea that like black men are just the bottom of the barrel, it's really starting to disgust me. And similarly, this idea that black women are the bottom of the barrel is disgusting. It's just like all this self-hate and like putting these other cultures on this pedestal, like they're so much better than us because you don't actually interact with them. Because I was just having lunch with my friend who, she's Asian. I love when only- you go to have a lunch because you come back with some tea, child. <laughs> <laughs> and she only dates white men. And, and she, you know, she has her own issues to deal with because she's like, I don't like Asian men. And, she, and I'm like, but you're, you're Asian. Anyways, <laughs> so she only dates white men. And the story she was telling me, I was like, these men sound like the bottom of the barrel. They sound terrible. But that's because she's that's who she's dating. So... I just want mm. people to wake up and stop letting TikTok dictate your life because you're taking dating advice from a woman whose living room looks like a dorm room. Yikes. Mm. I will say one the thing, though, on, on the, on the um, I'm not trying to defend any of this, but I do think there there are different cultural elements with dating and the expectations of the man that I think have been lost in some of black culture i can say specifically black american culture compared to when we look at african cultures in some spaces again this is generalization arab cultures in some spaces not that that is necessarily a good or bad thing you have to take what comes with that because in african culture sure the man will take care of you and his five other wives if you're cool with that (laughs) then 
that's your lifestyle. In Arab culture, men will take care of the home and the household per, you know, how they live. But you got to have permission from him to do everything that you're going to do. I strongly disagree. Like, I think I think those people exist, but even those are stereotypes. Like, there are course, different types. And if you want a black man that has these super traditional values and that's what you want, take your ass to the South. There are plenty of black men that mm-hmm. still want to protect and provide, mm-hmm. and that is something that's ingrained in them, and they're mm-hmm. holding on. Like, there are different types. Like, just, like, stop shitting on your own people which in turn you're shitting on yourself dumbass like Mm -hmm. literally you're online talking about how terrible your brothers are what if you have a son you want people to talk about how terrible he is like it's just it just like really grosses me out and i don't get it and then i have and i know we shouldn't think of this way because it's like the whole idea of respectability politics but i'm like all these white people are probably like fucking laughing at their asses off at us we look dumb or they're like, well, when I get the, the black a... man, he don't treat me bad. He treat me good. That's what the white ladies oh. be saying. They say some like of that. them. I've seen it on TikTok. And some of them are, were on I've Jerry Springer on getting dogged out. So, okay, <laughs> I missed I missed the whole Ebony K. Williams conversation. And since this is a solo episode, if I may, I would just mm-hmm. love to sure. just jump into it real quick. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, group chat. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Growing up, I was never a tampon kind of girl. I know I'm not alone here. Before I ever even used them, I was scared. I just assumed that they would be uncomfortable. And as a woman with a heavy flow, I wasn't sure how secure they would be. But as I've gotten older, I've come to realize that there's nothing to fear. It took me a couple tries to get it right. But now that I know how to properly insert a Tampax, I don't even feel it. Using Tampax during my cycle has given me so much flexibility and gives me more freedom so I can do and wear what I want on my period. Because, you know, I'm a woman on the go. I'm on long flights, beach trips, busy work days, bopping around the city. When my period comes, I don't want to have to modify and limit what I can do. I want to keep living my unapologetic, multi-hyphenated lifestyle. And I never have to worry about leaks because just like a pad, Tampax can absorb even your heaviest flow and give you an up to 100% leak-free experience you can't see or feel. So for everyone with periods who's never used a Tampax, I encourage you to incorporate it into your menstrual routine. It's comfortable and flexible protection from start to finish. With some of the best and most capable vehicles in the world, Ford knows strong means more than just physical. Ford is sharing the inspiring stories of those behind the wheel who are accomplishing their goals, pursuing their dreams, and creating the world they want to live in. Built Ford Proud highlights Dee Bryant, a Ford driver who has shown strength in how she is breaking boundaries to create change in her field for those all around her. Dee Bryant is a professional stunt driver featured in over 100 films, movies, and shows. She began riding motorcycles at age 11. Dee has done stunts in many commercials, but she always finds herself gravitating towards Ford vehicles as her personal ride went off screen. In fact, much of her stunt driving training took place in a Ford Mustang. Dee is one of a few females and even fewer African-American female stunt drivers in the entire industry. She constantly battles against sexism, racism and unfair representation as many productions try to get around hiring female drivers. As part of her fight for equality, she co-founded the Association of Women Drivers, a stunt driving school where she helps teach other women to stunt drive. She is just one of the many examples that show us that Ford drivers span all walks of life, each with an individual story that shows how they're built Ford Proud. Learn more about D. Bryant's story at Ford.com forward slash built Ford Proud. Breaking the mold, strengthening communities, creating change. Real stories brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. So I talked to my sisters about it. I'm trying to find the text messages because my family knows Iyanla. My mom's like good friends with her. And I was like, 
trying to figure out who she's initiated to and like more of her religious background. And um, I said, she's got the internet in a, in a tizzy with this whole bus driver conversation. And sister two, if y'all listen to Patreon, y'all know who that is. It's right. like, please don't trigger me. I'm disappointed in her viewpoint she's expressing. And I don't think the Arisha's directed her this way. Ooh, and what? I said, I kind of agree with her. Although a lot of what she said was very heteronormative. Um, and she did say it's not a fact of genitalia. And she's wait, like, wait, did wait, you watch pause. the whole... I'm confused. They're critiquing yeah. Yanla or Ebony? They're critiquing Yanla. Okay. And sorry, for context, I agreed with, um, I, li- I listened to the full Grio interview where Yanla was saying that a lot of black women are moving with very masculine energy mm. because we haven't necessarily been in a space at times to be able to sit in more feminine energy. Again, mm-hmm. all this is very heteronormative, very and stereotypical. White that as well but there are elements of it that i did agree with what she was saying mm-hmm. um and i did say that i hope that black essentially like black women can step into more of this soft life concept and embrace feminine energy mm-hmm. and then we got into this whole conversation basically about how um black women are misunderstood and that she feels that well, my one of my sisters felt that like we deserve to seek out men for financial support. She talked mm-hmm. about how a lot of white women when she was going to college, like outright said that they were going to get their MRS. Mm-hmm. And we had a bit like it's a long discourse. I would love to read you guys like the whole conversation, but it's a lot. Maybe we can get more into it on the Patreon. Um, but. One thing that I did like that my sister said was that she was annoyed by the conversation because she felt it was irresponsible to use her platform um, and that Iyanla herself has had some missteps in her relationships and her dynamics with her own children. Oh, my God. So. Wow. Gee. Oh, oh, I hope <laughs> don't get picked up by nobody. <laughs> um yeah, I, well, I, we can have our the, own discourse I'm, about I'm it. Re- I'm gonna read the quotes. I'm gonna read the direct T on the Patreon because now that I'm yeah. rereading it, I'm like, oh, this is messy. I mean, here's the thing: it is true that, like, I think Black women over overwhelmingly are expected to like not ask for too much. That's a real thing. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not disagreeing with that. Ask for what you want to ask for, but like, my point is, you can get what you want from a Black man. I think so too. I think you can. I just think it might take a while to find, but I think it takes a while to find people in general. Like, I think overall, within our generation at least, we're in a bad way. Maybe in New York, because like I said, there are many regions of this country in which black men are still like, I want to pro- I want to protect my wife and I want to mm-hmm. provide for my wife. And like, you know, you stay home with my children and like whatever traditional value you may have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a very complicated and layered conversation. Um, kind of what I was trying to get at when I was reading, when I was going through the text messages and I was trying to find it. And then I was like, oh, this is too messy. I can't read this. But essentially that I do feel that a lot has become very transactional in mm. our dating dynamics, um, which I don't think is very native to us as a people. It's very much rooted in like capitalism and exchange. And I mean, listen, I'm not directly from the motherland, but when you look at the principles of just like something as simple as Kwanzaa, a lot of it is around like cooperative economics. It takes a village community. Mm -hmm. And so our culture, to my understanding, is one of supporting one another and coming together, not necessarily, you know, some Queen Charlotte like I'm in the house. He's outside. He does what he wants. I sit in here in my dress. Da da da. Like, not mm-hmm. that you're not being taken care of or provided for, but that there is a partnership. So mm-hmm. he's outside getting the meat, hunting. You gathering. You sowing. You soaking the peas. I don't know. <laughs> like, there's some you know give and give and get. It, and you two are a unit. Opposed to when I do think of the white women at my school that went to get their MRS, I don't want that. They seem super miserable and uh, no shade, but uh, a big chunk of them 
I'm not kidding, and I'm not even saying this in a rude way. I think half their husbands are gay. Well, you know what, Chade? It's because you actually interact with those people, right? I think you have a proximity, so it's probably enlightened you to be less naive. Mm. And I think when someone mm. who has less of a proximity is just seeing, you know, the images on television. Right. The images on TikTok of, oh, this white man is going to come save you. Um, then they think that's real. I think a lot of people are like building this huge following and it's based off of people's naivety. And they're yes. they're literally saying go exactly get a white what man. You're talking about. <laughs> no, and I'm and I'm not just even talking about that. Like I'm talking about okay. like a lot of these people. And yeah. I, I'm making the joke about the sprinkle sprinkle lady because how are y'all taking advice from a lady whose living room looks like that? I don't understand. I, I don't quite get it. Is she is, is, is she in a relationship? I don't know. But the way how she's talking is, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, my mm. point is like, I think, I think the internet really has people fucked up and yes. I think people are really naive and, and, and here's the thing. Yes. Like strive for whatever perfect like life you want and like all of the things, but like people don't show you everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing what you're seeing on the internet. They're showing you the best of the best of their experiences I mean, people literally will take pictures of their husbands, like buying whatever presents they get them. I find that to be very strange, but people do it. Um, and yeah, they're not showing you when their husband, you know, said something mean to them and they were crying in the bathroom or like, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, it's just like not, you're not seeing everything. So like focus internally on what you want and then strive for that stop being influenced by fucking people who are lying to you to gain a following period mic drop that's that on that is that on that girl i thoroughly enjoy this conversation though i think it's very interesting and we're gonna keep having more of it because we're getting in that age now where relationship dynamics i think are becoming more and more important because people are now dating more so to settle and i mm. think that that it some interesting shit comes up when you start getting into this stuff yeah and it's just like our society is just like just in a very different place like you got to think people are walking around with fucking five carat diamond rings but like they're moissanite or lab grown like oh. no and it's no shade it's no shade to that no like, no, no not, not oop like oh yeah like i would cheap, get some Right. I get some fucking lab-grown jewelry if I fucking feel like it. And those mm -hmm. are beautiful. <laughs> but, like, you walking around acting like your ring is $10 million and it's actually $10,000. It's, it's like... And, and you don't... I don't think it's necessarily your job to tell people. I think people need to smarten up on their own and stop being so obsessed with what other people are doing and, like, having to keep up, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if people are going to flex and be lying, then... I do think, and and have a platform well, and lie. People flex and lie. Yeah, you know, it's everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing mm -hmm. it. I told Shade we should probably start doing it too. <laughs> I'm joking. Flexing and lying. Oh God, yeah. let's get some like seven carat diamond rings. But again, like, ugh. okay, Glenn, I, I feel like we're cutting you off from being. No, able to you're fine. This is good. Continue. Read a reply, but like, okay, I. Uh, one, I don't want to sound like one of these people who just like say big words, but like, yes, we are f fully functioning under like a capitalistic society. So we like live and breathe in this. Like we produce things, we get money, we, uh, things are transactional in our lives. We like nice things. You got to spend money to get these things. Right. And like th we've given that value. We've given that importance. We've essentially in a lot of ways fed into this money can buy happiness or at least money can be a band-aid mm -hmm. and provide some type of joy but like what is the true value like what like what are we really looking for because i feel like it's just like filling an empty hole now don't get me wrong i just bought some fucking low eve sunglasses i, 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 I could have got i could have got them off of amazon i could have got some amazon 15 dollars sunglasses but like I don't want that you and want I those. and I and I like I like you nicer feel, things. I think it's probably like psychological like you feel good when and and I'm speaking on myself too and 
you know, maybe we should have a psychiatrist on here. But I think you probably feel good when other people covet your shit. If you mm. actually like, like when I'm wearing a status, something that is a status symbol, yes. that's what that is. It's a status symbol. Yes. Like you yes. could get those same frame you're shapes. Right. You're right. From mm-hmm. elsewhere. But like you're wearing something that says like, I know about fashion. Like yes. I have enough access to afford this. Like, yes. I understand what's cool and what like it's it's interesting and it's it's like not I'm not trying to critique on it like I'm on like some like holier than thou shit because huh. <laughs> I love my Lueve as well but it is something to like like think when I'm thinking about like when I talk to my nieces and like when I have children I am just going to always remind them like she probably got that shit from DH Gate yeah like worry about yourself and i follow another another it's a white lady on tiktok i'll try to find it and show it to you guys but she's like a a very wealthy upper east side white lady and on tiktok she talks about how all her bags are fake she's her thing is like your diamond should be real your leather doesn't matter (laughs) and like all her bags are fake i mean all her bags are fake and she is on private jets so it's just like you just don't know where do you put your dollars yeah yeah but Mm. i I do think you're right that it is a status thing and i think some of that comes with societally just where we've given importance and i do think a lot of that comes from being black like i know that my Mm. parents are very particular that like when they go places people don't even play them because they see my mom's chanel bag and they see Mm. her rolex and they see Mm. my dad pull up in his nice car Mm. i mean they say weird shit like oh you played for the knicks right Right. and he's like nope i was a guidance counselor i'm just seven feet tall (laughs) (laughs) right well that's almost like a defense mechanism yeah and i think like it's like a thing that we have had to do and we it's been very much ingrained in us that like fine take the designers out of it but like you weren't allowed to like leave the house with looking unkept or yep. your things not ironed or that you were of any with type of low on, class with your, with your bonnet on and your fuzzy slippers. <laughs> right. So it's a lot of levels and layers to it, but you're absolutely right. It's like, I know to your point when I go into certain rooms that if you know, you know, and there is a certain level of respect. And I was even telling Glenn, I was like, I'm very over like the flashy logo brands. Yeah, like, I was like, I don't want that. like another well, pair of Balenciaga. Have you, have you, have you done any research into quiet luxury and how it's rooted in, oh, yes. uh, you know, white supremacy? Well, no, but because it's I have whole, this whole conversation around quiet luxury. It's this whole idea. So, you know, I, I actually have the numbers somewhere because someone sent me like a, a report from like Bloomberg. But um, all the brands that are um, all the like quiet luxury. So like the Lueves um, are doing really well right now because that's really in is to have something where it's like more like if you know, you know, mm-hmm. Um and there have been like all these like social scientists that are saying, yeah, that's rooted in white supremacy because historically black people have like gotten into brands and they wear the most like flashy thing because oh, yeah. they uh-huh. want you to know that they, this is a Gucci and this is Louis Vuitton. Like I remember our friend who we, we, our ex friend that we talk about sometimes on this show, like sis used to wear like a Louis Vuitton boot and a Louis Vuitton bag and a Louis Vuitton this and a Louis Vuitton that. And like that made her feel good. That was like her status symbol. But like people with actual money will wear like a thousand dollar t-shirt with no branding, you know, like, and so like there's, you know, there's lots of research on this, but it's interesting that that's now becoming popular. It's also a thing on TikTok now about nails. Have you not seen that? Like no, your nails, no. like real rich girls have nude nails. Oh, like the oh, nails. Well, I've been seeing like not the all old that money aesthetic. designs and stuff. Mm-hmm. The old money, yeah. Aesthetic. Like you put on a nude nail, a light pink base, like maybe a French, but like all that design stuff. They're like that's people who don't have money. Ooh, mm-hmm. the nails cost a lot of money, right? I'm about to look shit. like I have no money. <laughs> <laughs> about to have my. Alien superstar nails. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my God. Ooh, guys, that actually I'm having makes a me... flare up. I'm having a flare up. I know. I'm like, you're shaking. Yeah, but <laughs> even the sprinkle sprinkle lady, she was like, Yeah, if you want a rich man, you shouldn't have complicated nails. I'll just say complicated. That's actually so funny. <laughs> I'm just creepy. 
Well, you know what's funny though is that when you do talk to men, again, this is a stereotype, but I do feel like they they like when my I asked my boyfriend like, oh, do you like my toenails? Like I had like a, a darker color. He was like, I like when they're like a nude, like a pink, almost See, not clear. My he must be what? ratchet. <laughs> I'm like, I did I did a pale clear. pink, and he was like, that's boring. Where's the designs? <laughs> Oh, he likes a design. He likes an extra nail. But I'm like, I love that. Yeah. Speaking of alien superstar, one of no, yeah, that's gonna be my only on red is these Renaissance spoilers. Mm, like, so are y'all engaging in them? No. I'm trying to avoid them, but like I've seen things that are unavoidable, and I'm just telling myself that it's just gonna be different when I see it in person. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to tell myself too. But like, I have friends like, that keep sending me outfit. the clips. Yeah. Or it's just going to feel different when you're in the room. Um, so, yeah, I'm leaving that on red. And I'm going to reply to men in their, like, mid-20s. Mm. They are so fun. Like, 25 to 27. Come on. Okay, cougar. Wait, fuck, you're not a cougar. It's giving cougar. in between. So you've been talking to these yeah. young boys? You're trying to steal their youth? They are on me. They're on my body. <laughs> not, yeah. They on my body. That's the thing about them. I got two. They both are so like insistent. They just be like, "You fine as hell. I'm trying to see you. What's good?" One of them is coming up here to visit New York. Like on my body. Um, they just like just shower with praise. They feel it's like every time I'm around them, they're like hype. They're like, "Oh shit, she's like fucking with me." Like you know, a lot of respect. And just yeah, a lot of I feel like excited. Yeah. But I was talking to my friend about this earlier today, actually. We we're like, now when we were their age, were they fucking with older women too? And just being like ratchet with us when we were like twenty five. Mm. Like and like, this beware. one dude like loves older women. Money. No, I know. That's what I wonder too. Cause one of them was like, Yeah, I'm trying to be your sugar baby. I said, no, oh, what? Ew. Red flag, no sprinkle, sprinkle. Yeah, I don't have nothing to give. I don't have nothing to give, child. The young man is taking the bus up to New York. And I was like, ooh, we got to get you like a little train ticket. I, I was Maybe. tempted, but I'm not doing that. Um, no. I'm not doing that. But I'm like, ooh, the bus, that is Tell very 25. a job at the grocery store. Years old. Pay. He has many jobs. Why the grocery store? Yeah, why the grocery store? You know, a little extra side job. He got um, jobs. He just I like. I do think our friends whatever. were fucking older women, though. They must have been. Our now I'm gonna go back and talk to like some of my homies, and they've actually told was. me that they have been. Yeah, Who? he was fucking with like a yeah. forty-year-old woman when he was in his twenties. Why? I don't know. He said it was great. I bet it gave, and I bet she was. Said she was bad. We'd be grown. We'd be living alone. We be having bread, all types of things. I see the appeal. And, you know, alternatively, they're just all eager. They're funny, vi- youthful, vibrant. Um, Girl, you're like five years older than me. I know, I'm person. like, I'm Maybe youthful like three. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I could tell the difference, though. I could tell they're the difference. They're young and fun and vibrant. <laughs> I mean, it's a big difference, especially as a man being younger. I think it makes a big difference. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, yeah. they're, both of them are still trying to figure their shit out. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. It's like interesting. Um, so you, I recommend You give off that two energy. You love a little Mother Teresa moment. I do. I do. Oh my God. Her um, personality test. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then one more thing I'm just going to throw in here, just because we were talking about like medical shit and quiet luxury and shit and like the sort of like i've been thinking about the modernization and like um the way everything is like aesthetic these days and like a very simple aesthetic on everything so Mm. i stopped going to my mom and pop dentist Mm. out on king's highway because it's just too damn far even though i love them family owned now you you know now she goes now i'm going to tend now i'm going to tend you should but part of the problem Yeah, it's actually a problem. Now banks are running basically most of the industries, and you're not getting the same level of care, apparently. Nope. But I mean, it it was just like cooler. It feels cooler. But I go in there to brush my teeth, and there's a sign like there's like 
some neon sign behind me that's purposefully backwards so that when you're in the mirror, you can take a selfie and it says like, tag us. I'm like, that is, something about that is post-apocalyptic, right? Yeah, like, yes. and then my dentist out the dentist's in King, King's Highway, like when I was going there, I noticed that they would try to like sprinkle in like some little like, you know, high tech things, but it still came off like I'm with, you know. They're behind. The families, yeah, like the families. Yeah. Um, everything in there was like dark wood and like just kind of over the top random stuff. This, you know, tend everything is white, streamlined. And I can't lie, just because I'm like a product of this environment, when I enter spaces that look like that, it's like easy on the eyes and it just makes me feel calm. Um, yeah. But we're going like to lose. Our generation likes yeah. easy booking and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the fact that there's an app, everything, mm -hmm. I'm like, this is better for me. This is easy. It's not convoluted, but we're going to lose all of the, like, just like the real shit. Just imagine everything looking so like a box, a white box and everything being so transactional. And just, you just like tap your phone, you put your app, like an app. Leave. Yeah. At 10, do you even see the same dentist every time? I don't know. Well, when I was making a follow up, they're like, oh, she happened. She'll happen to be here the next time you come. Oh, but yeah, nice. but it could have been a different person. Yeah, because I think when totally. I went, it was like always different people. I know when, when I, I go, go to, to Tia. Yeah, when I go to Tia, yeah. I see somebody different every time. This yeah. is true. Mad people and, see my poo nannies. Yeah, like, and there's something about that, right? You know, like you build that rapport and that relationship. You, know, you can request, I think, doctor. at Tia. Oh, there's actually a Tia opening up right by my house. So I'm like, oh, well, convenient. And I mean, I like going in the Tia and drinking the little bubbly drinks and, and it's aesthetic as hell. The socks, the little kimono robe thing they put you I, in. I don't we can compare Tia to Tent. I was I thinking think that. Can. I think they're owned. I think it's owned by a private bank. Is Tia owned by a private bank? I thought it was opened by like these two women. I mean, I mean but okay, they're, where they're financing coming from. And their financing came from something else. Yeah, yeah I, I was thinking know. that like Tia, it's like its ethos is really around like accessible care for women or something. Um, but But like if I'm going to Tia, who's going to deliver my baby? Like, I'm not building up that rapport with, like, an OB. You, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, different. that's important. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, when the time comes, World. find your little black doc. I know who's delivering my baby. I was going to say, you already got Ooh. Shorty. Shanae. Oh, you going to go to Philly? She's in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, she already knows. I have another medical thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think I said this yet. Um, but you know, I'm in LA now, so I'm exposed to a lot more sun and I have a sunspot on my back and I'm like freaking out. Cause I'm like, What's I hope that? it's not fucking a bad thing. But someone was telling me, yeah, like sometimes people with lighter skin, when they're like exposed to the sun a lot, they start getting sunspots, but like, I'll try to show you guys. It's like, uh oh, take it off. <laughs> Can you see it? It's like a little spot on my shoulder. Oh, I see. Yeah. The mole. Is that yeah. a sunspot? Well, that was never there. Oh, shit. Do you think like, it's a, a sunspot or a mole? I, I don't know is my point, but I've never had random brown circles show up on my body. Oh, you don't get moles or like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. So that's Are you going to go get it t checked out? Yes, for sure. Oh my God. Wow. That's so intense. Wait, okay. I'm so fascinated by this. So you don't have any of those anywhere else? Yeah. Like I have moles on my body, but like I've always had them. Yeah, but you get more as you get older. Like, okay. literally, I have new ones pop up every few weeks. Do you get them checked? Nope. Like, there's one on my neck that just got here. And this one is kind of raised. See, my sister gets growing moles, like the little, little yeah. like the raised ones. But I don't get that. This one's raised. Some are flat. And they literally just appear. You know who seems to be getting a lot of moles? Beyonce. Ooh. Yes. She She's does. getting a lot You're of moles. Right. She yeah. does. And they're kind of like raised. It's black lady. Uh, it's just what we do. It's aging, I guess. Yeah. I'm starting to get them like, they're very flat, but all around my eyes. I have two here. I have a bunch. They just. So is that a mole or a freckle? Child, I don't know what the difference is. It's probably a spot. Sunspot. <laughs> you probably got or sunspots. A, a liver spot. Fuck is a liver spot. I don't know. She called the lady from said the lady from Tart had a liver spot. She had liver spots all over her. What face. are those? 
I think those are sunspots. <laughs> I'm screaming. I see them on like very pale people though. But honestly, it, these very well could be sunspots because I'm not the best with them. Wait, speaking of the tart lady though, because we talked about this on our Geneva chat. If you're not on our Geneva chat, you Please need to get me. into the Geneva chat. Even though I don't know how to use it. It's so fun. You're getting there. You're getting there. It's a, yeah, she does. She's I was like, in the wrong one. Guys, what's happening? Who said that? I and you bitches ignore that. me. You're so rude. I told you you're in the wrong chat. <laughs> no, put it in there. It's just no, funny now when you go in there. Chat. <laughs> Stop writing in the introduce yourself chat. Unless you're saying hi to people. We got to push them to the group Monday. chat. We got to take them to you the group did. chat. You did. All right, whatever. What um, are you going to say about Geneva? Yeah, no, no, no. Well, we were talking about the whole, like, tart drama on Geneva chat and how, like, you know, the black influencers had gone down. They were not being treated fairly and all this back and forth. And, like, the founder of Tart apparently, I didn't realize she was, like, supposed to be the face of the brand, kind of. And, like, one of the appeals when they go on these trips is that people get to hang out with her. I'm like, why would I want to hang out with her? That is fucking crazy at all. At all. So she's but, like, you want to come tripping with Tart and hang out with me on the beach? No. But yeah, anyway. You want to go on a trip for free. I was wondering. Truth. Don't be talking all if, this shit. If they <laughs> offered us a trip, would y'all go? Tart, invite us. Uh, Let's talk about it on Patreon. I'm not inv- <laughs> I don't know nothing about this scandal. Where would the trip be to? Like if it's like very exotic. Exotic possibly. tropical <laughs> island. <laughs> Listen. So, but anyway, real quick I'll though, go, she they need did to this. Give other black creators, um, reparations. A platform. And I'll so, go. I mean, I'll be wearing Pat creators. McGrath. I'll go and oh. I'm like, I'm wearing Pat McGrath. <laughs> right. Oh, they gave us all these shades. Thanks, Tart. So I'm gonna go ahead and do my my day, my makeup of the day and like not even use it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. She. Oh, okay. So she did this like fake ass apology video while she was doing a get ready with me. Using and Tarte it was products? with Tarte products, half like curling her hair was really bad. And she just put out, she just issued an apology for saying that 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 apology video was like insensitive, distasteful. Yeah, yeah. Because why talk about DEI and inequality while you're doing a damn get ready with me using shape tape? Right, bitch. Not liver spots. Like that's crazy. I just googled them. They are truly the the white woman's moles. Yeah. But I think I have one on my back. Um, did you guys also see the... I haven't seen it yet because it literally just popped up, but I feel like t- to be timely that Obama responded to when Michelle was like she hated him for 10 years? Yes. Did you see but it? I didn't see the whole thing. Okay, I can I play like it? Short clip, sure. I got a stand. In good graces. Again, for a friend. Let me, let me just say this. It sure helps to be out of the White House uh, uh, and uh, to, to have a little more time with her. Right. You know, what also helps, though, about children. Yeah. I don't know about your spouse, Michelle. When when our girls were growing up, that was probably number one, two, three, and four. Of course. And so I, I, I did not fully appreciate, I think, as as engaged of a father as I was, the degree of stress and tension for her, knowing that. Oh, so that sounded like she was doing all the work. Yes. Oh, I did hear that then, but I wanted to listen. I'm, I'm assuming it's a full interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. Shadi's over here fucking trying to massage her back. Yep. My black girl doing shit is this little girl on TikTok called Van Van. Have you guys seen her? Yes, I love her. Okay, so Van Van oh, is a four. Does- yeah, she's a four-year-old rapper. Oh, I love her. <laughs> she's so freaking cute. There's Van Van. She's yes, so cute. That's my girl. She's adorable, and she just makes Jeez. my ovaries tingle. And lately, I've been thinking maybe I could have a daughter. You didn't want girls? No. Me either. But I was thinking that too, just because I saw a video of a man with his daughter and I was like, oh my God. And honestly, some women and their moms, like one of my friends, her and her mom have like such a, it's like such, it's like a relationship like I've never seen. It's like they're like actual best friends. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like I would, if I had like, if my daughter literally was like, just like up my butthole, I would love that too. 
that's why I want the boys. I'm like, right. live, go back in my womb and just. Oh my god. Be with me. What would you do? So the What Would You Do is based off of this new show that I've been watching called Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Um, have you guys been watching? Mm-hmm, I'm behind mm-hmm. because I'm in a deep Vanderpump. Don't even understand what's happening there, but it looks very juicy. So maybe I should get in a hole, but I'm not Super juicy. starting from season one. Um, but anyways, so on Summer House, there's like a married couple that's kind of like the the nucleus of the house. Yes. And kind and of everyone is like... like yeah, and everyone's like their friend. But at the dinner, the husband of the married couple came at the wife's friend I and was like, this. I don't like that you guys go out like, mm. and stay out till 3 a.m. in the morning. And, and he said it's only with you. Yeah, so I'm wondering what would you do if your friend's husband, fiance, boyfriend came to you basically saying he doesn't like that you guys are like partying so much and staying out late. He doesn't think it's safe and he doesn't like it. She got to take that up with her man. I was going to say, you should talk to your wife about that. Don't come for me. I thought that was odd. I thought it was so odd. Like talk to your woman about her curfew. Right. What are you talking to me for? Yeah. Nothing to do with me. But I guess because they're like friendly, he felt he could say it. That's where it gets weird when your man is like friends with your friends. Oh, did you hear Ben Affleck and JLo are going to break up? You're lying. And those videos are bullshit because everyone's like, he slammed the door in her face. And I'm like, he's literally, there's literally a paparazzi following them around and he's bad at the paparazzi. He seems like he's constantly annoyed by her. Yes. (laughs) What? Anyways, um, I don't even know what I'm saying. I can't. All right. This has been fun. I'm having a flare up. I got to go lay down. <laughs> the drama. Take Listeners, us out. Thank you. As Y'all think always. I'm being dramatic. Wait till this happens to you. Okay. Thank you. As it has happened to me. It's terrible. So Why is my nail salon calling me? They bet not be canceling my appointment because as you can see, I'm missing a nail. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> listeners. They're rich nails. You. Quite luxury yeah, you know. nails. You know being fucking influenced by no i just didn't feel like spending extra money or sitting there for an extra hour um but yeah love you guys for listening join our geneva join all of our platforms we are black girl sexting love you Bye. Bye. bye thanks again for listening to black girls texting make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode oh and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting, and we'll see you next week. Bye.